And welcome into the Scotsman. I am Brian Priest, joined by Mr. Who Tran across the table from me, doing a little bit of drumming. And uh, Who and I, 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 I was milking the cow. Oh, you're you, you, no, uh, yes. I apologize. I apologize. Okay, so uh, Who and I need to introduce ourselves a little bit. This is the Scotsman, a KSL Sports Run podcast, I think it's, uh, uh, powered by KSLSports.com. Powered right? by KSL yes. Sports, <laughs> the uh, Utah Sports Leader. I think is what yes, we're calling yes. it. Company yeah, men. yeah, company men. Yeah, you got you got to throw those lines in there. It's very very key. But uh, who is just a guy who he? You do how many podcasts? Do you uh, do? I, mean, I have a couple of my personal podcasts, right? Like we we do jazz. I talk Red Rocks. Um, uh, you know, I'm a KSL sports producer. Yeah, and um, uh, I actually I went to Utah State. I'm a, I'm a Utah State Aggie graduate. Oh. Uh, 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 yeah, Utah State graduate. I'm learning new things. Yeah. I'm also a true Aggie. So uh, you know, on you know, top of the statue, uh, yeah, top of the statue. Was it regrettable yeah. or is it no, a good it was, memory? It was a good memory. So, uh, <laughs> but, you know, so those are my those are that's my resume to be on the Scotsman <laughs> podcast. So. I I figure as long as you spent at least one winter in Logan at the mouth of Logan Canyon, <laughs> yes. you could call yourself a yeah. true Aggie of the Scotsman. <laughs> Scotsman. Uh, myself, I actually grew up in Cache Valley. I grew up in Richmond, but I claim Logan. And uh, I spent years and years going to Romney Stadium when I remember when they put the seat backs in on the west side stands. <laughs> and that was a big deal. For those ticket donors and stuff, the seatbacks. I'm just saying, it's like there's Richmond, there's like Wells. Is that what Wells, right? Oh, well, okay. let's, okay. Cash like, Valley. So Cash, let's start like, at yeah, the Idaho that's, border. That's, that's like all Logan, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all Logan. It's all Logan. So, so basically, I mean, we're looking Cash Valley. You start at the Idaho border, there's Lewiston, there's Cove, and then it, it, this is going from north to south. Right, there's right, Lewiston, yeah. Cove, and then there's Richmond. Right, right, right. So we're, we're right there. Yeah. It's, it's not far from the Idaho border. I did make a few trips to La Tienda for yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, and yeah, it, gambling what, purposes. That's what we do. Um, uh, yeah, Logan. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a fun little college town, right? But yeah, like it's, it's not it's not really a commuter school. You're it's not a commuter school. You're you're up there. I, I kept saying you're stuck up there because like, again, the, you said the winters. Mm. Like you're not mm-hmm. driving down the canyon. You're not driving. You know, you're just hey, if you're in Logan, that's what you're doing, and that's what these kids are. Uh, I think actually, they're we're, we're recording on December seventh. No, that means the finals week is probably coming up for some uh, Utah State Aggies here uh, pretty soon. Oh, I'm sure yeah, of it. I mean, not the, being in yep. college anymore, yeah, thank, I, I, thank yeah, heavens I'm that I don't have sure to deal with that. Up, but, but um, Yeah, and so like I, I remember I mean, it, was, it's, it was big. When I was back in school, like football wasn't really a thing. We, we were in the Brent Guy era. era oh, like, get, get, get you one, remember the Brent yeah, Guy era. Yeah, that, that's the era I was just like I one, substitute one taught Brent Guy's daughter at Logan okay. High School in in, in a <laughs> f- photography class. That's a uh, claim to fame. Yeah. So, no so, big deal. So uh, like, we were getting one, like, you know, we weren't getting, I mean, this Utah State team got six wins in football this year. It's wild. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. I mean, they, they had high hopes. I mean, the team, the fans had, had really high hopes after winning the Mountain West last year and Getting to the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl came into this year with really high hopes, and it, it quickly got dashed. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was a tough year, and I mean, really, I think if you if you take you know the twenty thousand yard view, uh, is that a, is that the phrase? I've I, I don't never know. Heard it, I don't know. I like it, but uh, <laughs> it, when when you, you you take that longer look at the season, it, so much of what happened to Utah State boils down to injuries. They had an incredible amount of quarterback injuries early in the season. They lost. 
Logan Bonner. Um, they yep. they start off one and four. They ended up losing in one game against Colorado State. This was the the first game or the second game after Bonner had been announced out for the year. You lose. Cooper Lega and Levi Williams in the in the span of less than a quarter, I yeah. believe it was. So you're <laughs> you're turning to a redshirt freshman quarter. I don't even think he's a true freshman quarterback in Bishop yeah. Davenport, yeah. and you are one and four. Yes, and then you end up becoming bowl eligible right. somehow. Like, um, it's, uh, I mean, it's a wild story. I mean, college football is kind of weird because, like, I mean, some teams bowl eligible, whatever, right? Like, I'm uh, talking about the, the the team down south that. Also got bowl eligible mm. um, near the end of the season. The illustrious New Mexico bowl. <laughs> yes, and um, uh, like they're probably not as happy because, but Utah State fans like this is this is it. Like their bowl games matter to them mm-hmm. because they don't always get to go there, and they were trending in the wrong way. They needed to win, you know, two of the last three games to get there, mm-hmm. and they did. They they pulled it out. They um, uh, showed some grit. I mean, last year's team. I don't know if it was fool's gold, but like they had a lot of luck happen to them. On the oh, without there. a doubt. I mean, you they, look they, at late game clutch yeah, situations. The, the Colorado State game where the the team doesn't spike the ball and they have to rush the field goal unit on on the field. It was just crazy how like a couple you know things fell their way. Washington State to open the yeah, year yeah. and just a lot yeah. of games where this, this the, the bounces went their this way. This year maybe a, a regression to the to the mean, um, but they still you know showed some 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 real character to to get to six and six. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure they're pretty happy to go play uh, against Memphis in the the first responder bowl down there in uh, uh, Texas. Right? So uh, yeah, let's uh, kind of paint the picture of this bowl game. Not a lot to say about it. Like no, you said, no, we're no. recording December seventh, so it's this game is 20 days away. We've yeah. got three weeks to come up with things to talk about for this. <laughs> but yeah, it's December 27th. It's going to be a Tuesday scheduled for 1:15 in the afternoon. There's okay. The bowl season in college football, yeah. I, I am of the camp that it's gotten absolutely ludicrous. And this— 100 bowls. Yeah, I think there's 80, 84 like eligible, bowl-eligible teams yeah. or something like that. But I, the, the, Was there 84? Like, I, I knew there was, like, at one point— It's either 82 or 84. Like, well, I mean, I, this year, I, I think there was, like, one—like, t- was there one team that snuck in at five because they um, ran out of— they didn't have enough New up. Mexico State. They had a game that was canceled. Okay, okay. Yeah, so. yeah, because they were supposed to play San Jose State and— the uh, oh, San Jose yeah. State had had a player, you know, tragically lose his life, so that yes. game was canceled. I, I need to delve down that 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 rabbit hole. There's like TikToks about that. I was like, oh, like, oh, no, well, you're yeah. thinking of a different one. Oh, you're thinking I, of the New Mexico New Mexico State oh, yeah. basketball situation, which is I don't even want to touch it. Like, I don't yeah, even want to touch it right now. Wrong, wrong, wrong Aggies, <laughs> wrong Aggies. You're right. But uh, yeah, so first responders bowl, Dallas, yeah. Texas. Yep. If you you don't already have your tickets booked, it's two days yep. after Christmas, so perfect time to get yeah. down there. And I mean, really, who my main question for you? I don't want to linger on this game too much. Is and you kind of touched on it already a little bit but what does a bowl game mean for a team it's it's not an last anything special it's not it's not crazy you might get a fun gift bag as a player when you go to this right. bowl and there, mean, there's several Aggies I think they were saying in the press conference 13 players and at least four coaches from the Dallas area so they're going home to play a bowl game but you're six and six what does this bowl game mean? Does a win or a loss mean anything one way or the other? Because I kind of look at it like at this point, the bowl is it's the month or, you know, three weeks or a month of extra practice that you have for some of the young yeah. kids on this team that is more important than the game itself. That's true. I mean, uh, for 
for like from the fan perspective, I mean, again, I came from 2007 where Utah State <laughs> never had a chance at a bowl game. A uh, bowl game was just um, a pipe uh, dream. And then uh, uh, Greg Anderson, um, uh, no relation to Blake Anderson, uh, they spell their name differently. Um, Greg Anderson came in and like they really transform that team mm. um, uh, to become like you can actually see them getting bowl games year after year absolutely then they went to they transitioned to Matt Wells very uh, very um, gracefully um, you know obviously uh, uh, was that the Jordan Love era there yeah yeah Jordan and Love then, uh, played under Matt Wells Greg Anderson part two was not quite um, uh, quite as good and, but, so, and, Gary I'm going to correct it with Gary Anderson I was trying to think of it you said Greg Greg is somebody else I know Gary, Gary Anderson that's there's, oh my goodness there's a gracious. lot of Andersons my, in Utah my mind but yeah Gary Anderson <laughs> you're, you're right. Gary Anderson part two was not quite was not great um, uh, and then Blake came in uh, again last year if we remember correctly. A uh, lot of uh, controversy happened last year, um, uh, but you know, last year's was last year was was really great because number one, winning the Mountain West for the first time, oh, completely unexpected. Right. Uh, yeah, nobody, just, yeah. nobody L- would have LA predicted Bowl, that. Uh, great. So this year, uh, it's unexpected in a different way. Yes. Um, you know, like uh, we, we started the year thinking, okay, boy, this Utah State team just uh, uh, one and four. They they were not good. They lost to UNLV. You know, like the games that they were winning last year, um, uh, sort of out of luck, mm. they were losing this year. Yep. Um, so, again, to get back, I, I think this uh, is a really good reward for a team that um, started behind the eight ball and came back and, uh, you know, won five of the, you know, next, what, seven, eight games? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Five of their final seven games, yeah, I believe, yeah, is, is how it seven. ended up wrapping up. So, um, uh, really good. Um, and uh, this team's you know, Ike Larson, great we're, we're going to talk a lot about Ike yeah. Larson on this like, show. Um, uh, th- I mean, freshman sensation fr- from Logan, right? Fr- from he played a Skyview. Yes. Yeah. So. My my alma mater. Yeah. Hey, so, more ties. I mean, this guy. I'm a you know this guy's gonna be a, a leader on this team. Yes. So give him a first. Give him another game. You know, give him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this is a guy that if he continues on his trajectory, he'll he'll only be at Utah State for two two years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, like he'll be in the draft very soon. So. Oh, he's um, I, Ike is a guy we're we're absolutely going to yeah. talk about. And, and oh, sorry, so he, I was going to say the Utah State defense getting healthier. Right? Yeah, yeah, um, that that was one thing that Blake Anderson talked about in the press conference on Sunday when they announced this bowl. Is you know we've we've already talked about Utah State and all the injuries that they've had to deal with this year, and unfortunately, being. Being located in Salt Lake, not having the direct access to players and coaches on a daily basis, I just don't have the insight and access to right. the injury information like I would hope. But this this team's just had guys dropping like flies. Right. But but Blake did mention uh, two corners, Michael Anyewu and AJ Carter, both expected to be able to return for this game. And then defensive end John Ward. John Ward played in nine games, ten tackles, three tackles for a loss. So more of a depth piece, but it's it's just great to have bodies. And then uh, Anyewu and, and Carter returning in the defensive backfield. We we mentioned Ike Larson, and Larson missed the Boise State game. And Blake, without mentioning Larson specifically in the press conference, made it sound like beyond those three guys, there's not really anybody who's expected to come back. And this. For, for the bowl game, defense is, is really important for this team because yeah. the, the offense obviously, obviously took a step back. They lost, you know, Devin Tompkins. Mm-hmm. They, you know, the, the Logan Bonner they lost early in the season. Um, they, they lost some really key guys uh, through graduation and uh, draft process and everything from last year. 
So the defense really had to. I mean, we saw it uh, even at San Jose State game, like that blocked punt, like they had a uh, the interception. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so these guys, um, uh, uh, or was it an interception? Or was it? I'm thinking the same play. San Jose State, there was uh, Ike blocked a punt that right. was re- returned for a back, touchdown yes, against Hawaii. Right. He picked off a yeah. pass that he returned so, for a um, touchdown. Uh, yeah, so these, um, uh, these, the defense is going to need to really carry this team through yep. this, this rough, and hopefully, you know, again, this bowl game is going to be. Yeah, win, the winner loss. I guess it doesn't really matter that much. Nah, I mean, it's, it's a bowl game. Yeah, it's a yep. first responders bowl game. We're not gonna. I mean, obviously, I think both teams probably Memphis as well. They would love to end the season on a win. That's that's what it's not. Absolutely. Nice. But again, you know, giving these young kids um, um, an extra game, uh, a different environment to, to play mm-hmm. in, um, the experience is just going to be way more. Uh, way way better than um, uh, just the the winner loss yeah. in the bowl game. Yeah. So, so that's going to be December twenty seventh again Tuesday afternoon one fifteen p.m. Uh, that's right now is scheduled to be on ESPN. So also just a good spotlight for yeah. kids from Utah State. Um, wanted to just transition quickly mention the volleyball team. They advanced to the NCAA tournament nice. last week yep. for just the fifth time in program history. They were watching by, the Buffalo Wild Wings or something. I don't know what I, they were watching. I. I, I <laughs> Did you see that video? Like there was some sort of like it must have been B dubs or yeah, yeah something like that. Because there's watching not you know, a lot like, of places yeah, in Logan. Maybe right. Texas Roadhouse. I, like, I, I don't I, know. I was, like, I was like, did not? Is there not a Utah State room they could stream this? <laughs> you, you would think. You would, whatever. <laughs> but, hey, but maybe, I don't know if Utah State fit the bill. Like, hey, get those wings. All right. Get yeah. Those wings. <laughs> whatever. They made the right phone calls. Right. But yeah, exactly. it's you know disappointing finish for this team. They going to the NCAA's that, that fifth appearance. They. Mm-hmm. Swept in straight sets right. by Arkansas, but uh, you get that postseason experience. Yeah. You get a taste of it. You know, Rob Nielsen leading this team in just his third season, and so you would hope that this is a team that can come back just better right. and stronger next year. I and mean, the goalposts for Utah State is usually it's, it's it's not usually championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Respect the sports, but like it's the it's the making those strides to getting uh, like Utah State basketball would. We want to be on the national scene, not necessarily yeah, yeah. dominating. Utah State would just love a first-round win. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know the last time they, they've had one. Are so. we talking Utah State basketball? Utah State basketball. Oh, man, well, if we're talking Utah State men's basketball, the last win in the NCAA tournament, I was a sophomore in high school when uh, downtown Tony Brown oh. – and uh, I think Troy Roll, Bernard Rock were both yeah. uh, members of that team, knocked off Ohio State – in the Ooh. first round. It was like 65-63, yeah. something like that. Um, I don't know if Thad Mata was at Ohio State yeah. yet or not, but I, I'm 38 years old right now, who right. That means so it, was, was, it was, if I was a sophomore in high school, we're talking 22, 23 oh, yeah. years. So, so yeah, I went to Utah State, um, uh, so 03 to 07-ish, around that year, around those years, excuse me. Uh, when I was there, so they had gone to the NCAA tournament twice, the I want to say my sophomore year in college, you were there during some great years right. Nate, with uh, JC Carroll. JC was yeah. is one of the best players yeah. I've ever played against. I was good friends yeah. with Nate. Yeah, so yeah. Spencer, uh, Spencer Spencer Nelson. Nelson. He's yes. he's their analyst on the broadcasts oh, okay. yeah, 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 with yeah. Scotty Gerard, so, another um, uh, voice uh, yeah, of KSL yeah. <laughs> Sports. So um, uh, so that the I want to say there my sophomore year. That's when this in their Big West Big West years. They um, uh, were ranked number twenty-two in the nation all year. Are really, you going to talk about Pacific right now? Really good. But Don't they, bring they, up the they, Pacific game. They lost to the Pacific, oh. uh, and then they they got left out of the NCAA tournament. Yep. But then the next couple of years, um, they got in as twelve seeds, and uh, one year they played Arizona and uh, Derek Williams. 
Yeah, no, no, I think no, no, they. No, no, no. I, it no, might no, have been no. the Derek Williams no, no, Arizona Chan team. Chan Fry. Was it okay? Channing Fry. I do remember. I remember once. This might. This was either probably 98, 99, they played UConn in the first yeah. round. Uh, and this was the year after okay. Khalid El-Amin had led the UConn Huskies to a national title. So. And I, I would like to ask, when was the last name? Last time you heard the name, yeah, Khalid exactly. El-Amin. I was like, did that guy ever make the NBA? <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, so the Utah States have had, they've, it's been a while since they've uh, made, made it past the first round. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, 20, 25 years. Um, but um, uh, they're starting this year pretty well, Brian. Yeah, it, the men's basketball team started off great, seven and zero. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to call it surprising. I just didn't know for sure what to expect. They lost a lot of talent this year. Uh, Taylor Funk coming in as a transfer from St. Joe's, and he's made a, a huge difference yes, in this yes. team. But I mean, who the Mountain West is going to be is shaking up to be a incredibly difficult conference this year. There's 10 undefeated teams left right. in Division One basketball. Three of them are in the Mountain West. You've so got Utah, Utah State, State 7-0, New Mexico, New Mexico and UNLV as well. Yeah, UNLV. Oh, UNLV. Yes. Yeah. yeah sure. So I, yeah. this it's a good conference. Utah State, they went to San Francisco. The, the one thing they haven't done much this year is they haven't been tested on the road. Yeah. They went to San Diego. They won in overtime. It was a very good game, but they gave a, I can't remember the uh, the player's name, but um, there was a, a Torero that scored. I think he ended up scoring 40 <laughs> in an overtime game, yeah. and probably the only reason why the Aggies but, won that one was because the 40-point score fouled out. Right. So, I mean, I mean, but also San Francisco is a really good one, too. San Francisco, yeah. they that, came in. They were 7-2. They and and is that a top 100 win for them? For I least? would say that's easily a top yeah. 100 win. Yeah, I mean, that's a team, the BYU fan, that team down south, I apologize. <laughs> All right, they're they're going to see that team in the West Coast Conference. Yeah. And Utah State's next opponent, Loyola Marymount, also a West Coast Conference team. And this is kind of an interesting interesting setup. They're going to go down to Las Vegas. It's not a tournament, yeah, but they're going to go down to Las Vegas, and both the Aggie men and women are going to play the men and women from Loyola Marymount. It's not going to be like a co-ed yeah. game. No, <laughs> yeah. sorry. I, know what you, I see that look in your eyes, though. No, no, uh, Just yeah. pick teams, yeah, and let's do this. Uh, yeah. So, but, uh, uh, yeah, the women are going to play at, like, 3 in the afternoon. The men are going to play 10.30 on Saturday night, so it'll be a late one. And you know me, I'm not one for late nights. No, but no he's I'll, not. So. I'll try and figure out my way through that. But, yeah, this is, it's an exciting team. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, 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 they're shooting at an a incredible rate. Oh I, yeah, I don't have their numbers in front of me, yeah. but the 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 way that they're shooting the three point shot, specifically uh, backup point guard Stephen Ashworth and then Taylor Funk, who I already mentioned, right. they are I think Ashworth and Funk are one in three in the Mountain West scoring leaders department. Uh, Utah State has three guys in the top five uh, as far as assist leaders. Funk is the third leading rebounder in the league. Yeah, I mean, is, that, is that the reason? Is that the reason that you? I mean, is the Funk coming in? Like, is that why you think they're like seven zero right now? Or I mean, is it- I, and what's come together like that? No, nah, man, I I would say, I look at this team, I mean, Taylor Funk has had some great games. He's had a couple double-doubles this year, but it's the depth from this team. One okay. question that I had was, are they going to have enough at the point guard position with um, Ryland uh, Jones starting a point guard? Utah fans remember Ryland, and then Stephen Ashworth coming off of the bench, and then Ashworth rolled an ankle against Santa Clara. Yes. Ryland Jones got hit in the face 
in their most recent home game uh, against Utah Tech early in the first half and left that game. Didn't play in the San Francisco game, so they've they've had they've sustained some injuries at point guard and they've been able to weather that storm. But they have so much depth in other positions. I mean, you've got Max Shulga. Uh, Shulga's been great. I think he has two double doubles. He has a, a points and assist double double and a points rebound double double. Yeah, so the little, first two of his career. Army knife type yeah, stuff. Yep. yeah. Um, Dan Akin off of the bench. Dan Akin might ha, might be. We can talk about Taylor Funk all day, but if you watch every game. Dan Akin might be the most integral player on this team. Trevin Dorius is your starting center, but Dorius got into foul trouble. I think he only played, I want to say he played four minutes against San Francisco, and Dan Akin came in and, and picked up the rest of the minutes. Yeah. Super athletic, uh, you know, very, very good athlete around the rim offensively. He's He's got a decent back-to-the-basket game, but his lob game is great. And the Aggies have the point guards to be able to get him the ball. You know, that's one thing in college basketball. If you don't have point guards, if you don't have the ability to handle the ball yes. and throw an entry pass, it doesn't matter how good anybody is <laughs> right, on your team. All, yeah, you got to be able to get, you know, get through the zone. You got to, yeah. uh, um, I mean, and, and you know, Ash, Ashworth, yeah, I feel like he's been at Utah State for like years, like six, seven years. He's the Robbie Hummel right. of Utah State, yeah. <laughs> the Ryland, the Ryland Jones one is fun, the funny how like Utah, the Utes and the, and the Aggies kind of switch point guards that year. After, <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just like a little college trade almost. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, oh, you're going to take Craig Smith. Well, give us a point guard in yeah. return. Well, I mean, because uh, <laughs> the – Wooster was out to Utah, right? Yeah, Raleigh Wooster yeah, came yeah, down yeah, to Utah. Yeah, yeah. They uh, traded yeah, point so, guard, and yeah. then uh, Craig Smith yeah, came down. Uh, yep, um, uh, it's, 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 it's a fun trade. But yeah, the the Aggie, um, uh, the Aggies, um, seven and zero. You said M- LMU was seven and three. I think it's uh, yeah, Loyola Marymount so. seven and three. But I was I was looking ahead at this Utah State team. They don't have a lot of games left in December. Usually, kind of a light right. schedule yeah, before you go into conference play. So after Loyola Marymount on Saturday, they come home. They play Westminster and Weber State. Probably chalk those up as W's. I mean, Weber, Weber State's, State's definitely uh, down yeah. this year, and if you lose to Westminster, yeah, it's, <laughs> it means bad things yeah, that, for your program. Game right there. So. Uh, <laughs> Weber State's, a, you know, that's a nice, that, that's sort of a rivalry. Uh, they've just, yeah, but I, just, I watched they, them against Utah Tech the other day, and they, they don't, they don't seem to have the players this yeah. year. And, and Weber, they could be late bloomers. They um, could be, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Utah State. I mean, the problem is that Utah State. Has bloomed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we, Weavers are going to need yep. to figure that out very quickly. Yep. So yeah. So hopefully those are, are two big wins for Utah State. Yeah. So so you count on those being Ws, and then uh, the Aggies actually they jump on a plane and they get to spend Christmas. We talk about the football team getting to spend Christmas down in Dallas. Yeah. Well, the basketball team's going to be in Honolulu. Oh, that's... so I am still <laughs> lobbying my editor yeah, Madison. Right? Ma- Madison, if you're listening, I just. Take a look at the budget. Maybe I could go to Hawaii to, yeah, for Christmas. I will get. make the sacrifice. And <laughs> I think right. who you'd be willing to yeah, join me. Go. <laughs> who doesn't want to go to Hawaii in Christmas? So do you oh, Utah State. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it'd be amazing. But So Seattle in the first game of that tournament okay. on December 23rd, and then the next day, Christmas Eve, either Iona or um, SMU. So go that way. And then from, from that – Depending on yeah. who wins, there's four other teams involved in this right. tournament, but Utah State will play the third game in three games, three days on Christmas Day and could play either George Washington, Hawaii, Pepperdine, or Washington State. So none of them are like great yeah. world beaters, but, but still, it's I exciting. Mean, it's exciting. It's a tournament. I mean, these are all teams that are 
um, you know, they're not measuring sticks, but you know, if, if you get three big waves, if you win this tournament, man, all of a sudden you go down there, yeah. and go three and zero, yeah. and you come back, and you're and you're looking at thirteen and zero heading into conference right. play. Like you, you're looking at targets on your back, top twenty five ranking. Oh, absolutely. Your way. Yeah. So um, uh, th- there's a chance, like. I yep. mean, th- this could be the 2004 uh, Utah State Aggies. It's it's an exciting team. I really like what Ryan Odom is doing with them. Yes. Um, you know, just as far as their ability to get up and down the floor, they are they're probably more athletic and ability to get above the rim than any Utah State team I remember when I was living in Logan. Now I, I moved to Salt Lake in 2012. It had probably been about 12 years since I got into the Spectrum. Um, I went to the Santa Clara game earlier this year, but Spectrum Magic still exists. And so if you have a good team, you go into conference play at 13-0, and you should be able to challenge for the conference supremacy no matter what at that point. Students will be back in force. Oh, yeah. When they get back from school. Come back from Christmas break, there's nothing else to do. If they come in with a 11-2, 12-1, 13-0 that Utah State Fabas is going to be hyped. They'll yep. be going to every game. Like Mountain West opponents will not want to play in the spectrum. Um, I don't know. How they, I, I know there's been a couple of lean years there. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. But you know that that spectrum can get very loud and very raucous. It's uh, one of the best home home court advantages in uh, in conference. Well, um, I think just like any, I'm from Utah, so I say it's it's Utah people. Maybe it's others, but <laughs> my experience with sports fans in the state of Utah is if you're not good, they just don't care. Right. And so, yeah, you mentioned a couple of lean years up in Logan, uh, and there, there's been a couple of seasons where, where things know. weren't great, but during the uh, Sam Merrill and the Miyashkata years, oh my God. the spectrum yeah. was rocking. It was a lot of fun up yeah. there, and I think that this is the type of team that could create that environment yeah, again. I mean, last year, they, at the Mount West Tournament, uh, they almost they, like like they came in what seventh seed or whatever. They weren't expected to win. They had that really was an overtime game where it went down to the buzzer with a CSU. Um, uh, they they almost had it, um, and but I could tell like, it was just a team that was like, all right, we're happy to be here. Whatever happens, happens. Yep. If, yep. if they if they have a chance this year to to be the front runner, so. Um, uh, not not too bad of a turnaround for um, uh, the Utah State team. Yeah, talking to some of those guys in post game press conferences, I've had a chance to talk to Taylor, Trevin, um, you know, a couple words with Sean Bearstow here and there, and this is. Uh, what strikes me, it stands out to me every single time I sit down with one of them, is they're a very confident group and like confident to. It borderline cocky, but I but I'm an athlete myself, and I think you you have to have yeah, a yeah, level right. of cockiness as right. an elite athlete. Yeah. And uh, you don't I get to where you are to you, mm-hmm. know, you don't get to be a high level college player. Yeah, without a little bit of that dog. In, they, in these guys say. believe in themselves. They're fun to watch, and they, they could do some things right. this year. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Who? All right, so. The Scotsman podcast. Yep. This is Who Tran. Well, Where can people follow everything else you're doing? I mean, you got the jazz podcast, hitting I, the high jazz, notes, hitting the high notes on you know that's anywhere the podcatchers, um, as you as you say, <laughs> anywhere you can find podcatchers. Um, uh, is it not a podcatcher? What I should I, I call it? I don't, I, I don't know. I've never heard podcatcher, but I mean, it catches your pod. So I think it's like right. a dream catcher <laughs> yeah, is how exactly. I envision it, hanging um, on the wall, and it's just you know, catching pods. I know there's another team set down south, but the Red Rocks. Red Rocks are very excited. Utah State. Um, uh, Utah State. Gymnastics is actually uh, pretty exciting. I, I think they have a, a, a girl that was, uh, 
you know, she she was a freshman last year. Okay. And uh, her name's Bree. Like, I mean, if she if she takes another step, she's gonna be very good too. That's one we'll uh, have to keep yeah, an eye yeah, on. Yeah, they yeah. and gymnastics, they've got the like state of Utah tournament coming up, coming right, up soon, yeah, right? Yep, yep. So, so, down at the Maverick Center. Yep, at the Maverick Center, so you get to see uh, BYU, so Utah, the Red Rocks, BYU, and uh, Utah SCU, State. Yeah, uh, Utah State, Red Rocks, BYU, and SCU okay. last year. Okay. So, um, uh, it's, a, it's a good showcase for them, but I mean, uh, last year um, BYU and uh, it wasn't just Red. I mean, Red Rocks obviously. Not, oh, they ran away with it, right? yeah, yeah. But um, uh, BYU, Utah State cracked the top twenty-five. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, well, I think in that the preseason tournament, or I don't preseason or whatever. Right. I don't know what the terminology is for gymnastics, but three of the four teams were ranked in the top twenty-five at yeah, that time. I, I think Utah they, State was twenty-second. BYU yeah, was in the they, teens. They, they got they got up there. So. Yeah. Um, uh, gymnastics is really healthy here in the state of Utah. So, um, uh, yeah, we'll get that. You know, we'll, we'll talk all about it. I mean, uh, you know, we've, we've got so many Utah State sports that we can talk about here. So, <laughs> yeah, um, we we got a lot going on. So, uh, first responders bowl. We got a men's basketball team that's playing right. great what's, right now. What's, what's your Twitter handle? Let me write. You, you need my Twitter handle. Twitter handle it's uh, that's a great question. What is it's at B Priest twenty four? Just my name. <laughs> B Priest twenty four. Real simple. KSL Sports yeah. contributor for Utah State here. Um, uh, Local Logan boy yeah. coming back. <laughs> Talking Utah State from Salt Lake now. Go figure. Yeah. I couldn't talk Aggies when I was up there. but And, and please rate and review the podcast so uh, our bosses pay us more. Oh. Pay the bills. Is that please. how that works? Yeah, I, think, I hope so. So so I should see that like on my next pay yeah, slide. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Like just, but I'm like, hey, look at these five-star reviews. So many of them. <laughs> Please give us money so we can continue doing this. So. All right. Well, so, Brian Priest, Hootran, we'll be back next week. The plan is to do this once a week for yeah. the time being and uh, just get as, more Utah State University. Utah State gives us, gives us the uh, material. We'll come back and talk about it. Hey, you keep winning games. I'll keep talking yeah, about exactly, it. Exactly. So, Thanks for joining us. So.